Coming to you from the Eon Project Studios, nestled in the hills of Harrisville, Rhode Island, the epicenter of paranormal activity in the Blackstone Valley. You're listening to Experts of Nothing with Mike and Jay. Hello. Hi, Jay. Michael. Yes. What do you think of my radio voice? Um, what do you think? It's deep. Mm. It's baritone. Yes. It's it's sumptuous mm. in many ways. It's the I only like thing it. I can get deep on, to be yep. honest with you. Yep, yep. Yep. I don't know why that is. It just is. Welcome to another edition of the EI Project, where we discuss all manner of things there and to pertaining. Mm. And uh, last week, we did a show on uh, the Bridgewater Triangle. We did. We talked about the mysterious Bridgewater Triangle. Yes. And the different events that have taken place there. Mysterious triangles and bridges and yes. water. And, and today, yes. we're taking a wide departure Yes, we're, we're delving from the paranormal. Yep. We're going into, uh, we also, we like movies. Uh, here on the Eon Project. We're big fans of movies. We're going into the ultra-normal. We're going into the normal side. We're going to discuss our favorite action heroes of all time. Mm, and we will talk a little bit about their movies We're going to talk about uh, that as well. Yep, we're going to talk about the hero, the action heroes, mm. the movies that they're in. Yes. Just kind of an, uh, an examination of that. So if you're into that kind of thing, you will enjoy our show. Uh, it just goes to show you that we're not all about ghosts and demons and no. mur- murders and crap. We talk about fun stuff, too. We talk about all kinds of fun and interesting things here, and I'm hoping that we can reach the masses and that people will enjoy what we have to say and do. So if you like the show, if you like our previous shows, you're going to like this show, why don't you drop us a a, a, a review, like us, subscribe Mm. us, tell everybody, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell your boss, tell... uh, uh, the uh, girl that you're uh, uh, seeing behind the scenes. Yes, tell Joe Biden. He might not know what you're saying. He doesn't know what you're saying. But he might enjoy it. He Who doesn't knows? know us either. But That's anyway. true. So I had something happen to me uh, this week I want to tell you about. What happened? You didn't pee in the woods again. No, no, no. This isn't that. So, uh, you know, over the last, uh, I don't know, a year or so, I've been trying to eat healthy. You know, you try to eat healthy. Okay. As we advance in our years. This is interesting you're bringing this up, but go ahead. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy, so I don't really eat fast food anymore. Because mm. fast food tastes good, and then you eat it, and then you feel terrible. You want to die. You just want to pass away. Yes, yes. However, the other day, I found myself at work, and I didn't bring a lunch. And I said, you know what? I got to go eat something. I got to eat something. I'm mm. just starving. Yes. So I went to Taco Bell. You ever oh, been to Taco Bell? I've been there. And as a matter of fact... Um it's destroyed me on a number of occasions. <laughs> yeah, so I said, you know what? I'm just going to get the least offensive thing on the menu. I got a couple of the soft tacos, ah. you know, whatever. And that's not the story. So the story is I had to eat on the go because I'm at work. And then you had to go. Yeah. No, so I pulled into the parking lot. Now, there's nobody around. It's the middle of the day of a weekday. There's nobody around in this parking lot. It's in an de- economically depressed area. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm just sitting there. I'm listening to the radio. I got my the windows up because it's hot. You're you know, eating a tacos. Eating tacos with the windows up. <clears throat> it's air conditioning blowing on me. All of a sudden... Out of the corner of my eye, I see a bird fly by, and I'm like, oh, it's oh, not out of the ordinary. What kind of bird? See a bird. It was like a, I don't know, it was like a... Um, like a sparrow? No, 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 it was like a, a, a suck, seagull. Sucker. It was like a seagull. Uh, seagull. Yeah, because we're ne- somewhat near the coast. Okay. It was a seagull. Okay. Then another bird comes. Mm. Now there's two birds. Then another. Sounds like an Alfred Hitchcock. And then movie. another. All of a sudden, I swear, I'm being surrounded by birds. They're flying in different directions. They're swarming my vehicle. They're going around the front. Did you throw food out? No, oh. I didn't throw any food. Oh. It's as if the they smell the Taco Bell emanating from my cab. Yes, from the cab of my vehicle. Well, you were on a you were parked on a uh, landfill. That's why. No, and so the, the birds were swarming around, and I actually thought to myself, "This is it. I'm going to die this way." The birds going to force their way into my car. They're going to sneak in the exhaust pipe. They're going to go up my butthole, and then I'm going to be I'm going to be murdered. Back to the buttholes again. Yeah. Anyway. You, didn't, you, you just got out of there. You didn't get... I just drove. I drove, and uh, I, I, I was hoping that I could take some of them with me. Interesting. Uh, so I drove, and I finished my tacos on the road. So I'm... Speaking of uh, eating and diets and things of that sort, yeah. I am on a mission oh. to destroy uh, fitness and <laughs> health and diet-related myths. You and are. people that perpetuate these things. Okay. A lot of this crap comes up in my Facebook feed. It's yep. annoying. Yep. Um, you know, people they perpetuate these uh, these myths about well, keto diets. Yeah, what is keto and, anyway? Intermittent I mean, fasting. I don't even know what that is. And all this crap. Well, keto is like, oh, you can't eat any carbs. Oh, it's okay. all just like. Isn't that the Atkins diet? Same thing. It's all just meats and fats and things of that sort. Okay. And they talk about how the keto is the best way to lose weight and all this stuff. So all of these things can be tools. They can be tools to get healthy and to lose weight and things of that sort. You're a tool. Nothing is magical. Nothing sure. is magical. For example, and I, I'm a science, I believe in science. Mm-hmm. I believe in research and data and things okay. of that sort. Yep. So there's there's been many, many a research, many, many interesting uh, 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 different 
expositions, if you will, okay. into looking into this low-carb thing versus yeah. other diets, yeah. right? Yeah. Let me just tell you, if you're a keto believer yep. and you're into this cult, because they have these cults now, these keto cults, oh. these intermittent fasting cults and things of that sort. I've heard about a lot about the intermittent fasting recently. Yes. They've done research on this. There's a number of papers that you can look at and you can read into. How did you get my papers? When calories and protein are equated, in other words, if you have two different groups of people right. on two different diets, one is a low-carb diet, one's a low-fat diet, mm-hmm. if, the, if the overall ca- caloric intake is the same and the protein intake is the same, it makes no difference. So carbs aren't the enemy. Carbs, and that's the thing. They, they portray carbs as the enemy. They do. It always comes down to calories in versus calories out. How many calories are you consuming versus how many calories are you burning? Okay. Is the overall metric in terms of losing weight. Well, let me ask you this then. Sure. Let's say you ate Let's say you ate um, an equal amount of calories of chocolate bars mm-hmm. and chicken breast. Yes. Equal amount of calories. Same amount of calories. Same amount of calories. You would you would maintain the weight or lose no. the, whatever the case may be. So here's what confuses people, okay. and you'll you will hear people say that calories are not equal. In other words, right. somebody will say to right. you, right. calories from a chocolate bar versus calories from a chicken breast right. are not the same. Right? They are the same because it's calories unit, is unit just a measure. unit of measure. Right. That's like saying a pound of feathers versus a pound of rocks. Yes. Which one's more? I understand that. They're not. They're no, the same. same. Now, what your body does with those calories is different. Mm-hmm. For in other words, if you're eating a pound of chicken breast, right. They ha- there's something called a thermic reaction that your body has. Right. Your body takes more energy to burn the protein in the chicken breast sure. than it would to the, burn... The simple sugars in the... In the, the exactly. Whatever right. whatever the chocolate bars are made of. Right. So, yes. So, you're actually burning more calories to consume the chicken breast. So, it's not the... Ca- but, but don't you see that that's kind of the same thing that people will look at it and they go, well, th- now I have to factor in what my body's going to do with this, with this... Well, you have to look at the macros and the micronutrients of the food. This is too much for me, man. So, anyway, let's get off of that. <laughs> but my, my point being is that you, everything is a cult. Yeah. You have a, a vegan cult, yep. which, by the way, it's why is it vegan? Uh, Shouldn't it be pronounced vegan? Ve- vegan. Because vegetables are vegetables. Or ve- why do they say vegan? Should be vegan. Should too. be vegan. Vegan. But anyway, you're so, vegan. Because that's a cult. And intermittent fasting. Well, is no, a cult. I, I get, like like a lot of things, man. I think people just want other people to do what they're doing. Yes. So they're gonna go out of their way to tell you about it. Yeah. Like for a while it was CrossFit. All these people, I'm into CrossFit. Oh, you had, CrossFit. That's a cult. You don't know what you're doing unless you're in CrossFit. You're that's, like, a, that's a whole other show. I've seen. You know what? I, I'm not as as in shape as I used to be, but I look at a lot of these CrossFit peoples. I'm like, they're gonna have troubles with their joints later in life because they're doing these crazy movements with weights and. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't understand. It's it. a whole other topic for a different day. Anyway. So let's get into the topic of the head. Well, it actually we, it, it, just, it goes with it. So we're talking yes. about weightlifting for a second. Yes. So we're gonna talk about action stars because most action stars. Fit are fit very fit people fit. there's not a do you know any fat action stars in movies uh, movies or tv shows yo that's a that's a that's a good question no i don't think, I've I've ever seen so. a fat I don't think so they have to be fit they have to look the part if you will so yeah so when we were talking about getting uh, notes ready for this show and we were talking about you know getting our our favorites and things of that sort i came up with a list of things in in my head of what makes an action star Yes, right? what so makes an action star. So there are certain things that you have to look at and categorize. Uh, we're talking about movies and TV, obviously, at this point, not real life. Because there are real life action heroes who did real things. But we're talking about fake things. We don't sure. really care about the real people right now. Nope. Now, what do you think What, are the, what do you think one of the most uh, important a- uh, characteristics of, a, of, a, of, an, of an action actor would be making them an action star? What's something that you would look at first? Um. First off, they have to look the part, as I said. They have to be um, look like they're in shape. So physique. Physique. They have to look muscular. Like they, they're able to do the things that we're asking them to do okay. on camera. No, that's that's important, and I think that's what I had listed first is physique. Because mm-hmm. if, like you said, if you have somebody who doesn't look – if you just have average Joe, sure, it's difficult. Now, I will say there are action heroes who do look like average Joes, and we're going to talk about okay. that later. Yes. But generally, when you think of a – Who's this? Okay, when you start thinking of action heroes with great physiques, who do you think of? So let me preface this conversation by saying I'm looking at this from the perspective of, from me as a person, right? And the heyday of me in movies was the '80s well, and '90s. Yeah, I was going to talk about that too. So what I have in my brain sure, sure. as what an action star should look like. Well, I think action stars aren't the same, right? Because when we were growing up in the like you said the '80s and and in some some cases the '90s, you had a plethora of action stars. You had different people. Uh, lots of different choices, 
Because action movies were kind of the thing. Action movies really aren't the thing anymore. Now, they, they're comic book movies, mm. and there, there are some action films now, but, mo- but not nearly as many as there used to be. So we're going to talk about some of the action stars sure. uh, that we that we think of. And I'm not sure, do you want to just dive into to naming people, or do you want to... Yeah, uh, so I think I think for me anyway, when I when I created my my list and yep. it's you know all encompassing for me, I would I would imagine is that it, some of these people are uh, all time action yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are relegated to different generations, decades, yes. if you will. Yes, um, because their their candles slowly burned out. Well, as time wore on, it's isn't it difficult mm-hmm. to be an action star for a long period of time? You would think, sure. right? Because yeah. it's you know it's taxing on the body. Yes. So there's only really a handful that could that you could say have been action stars for the duration well, of their career. Well, besides physique, right? There's some other things that, that go into it. Mm-hmm. What about coolness? You got to cool, be cool, right? Cool factor. You got to be yeah, cool. Yeah, cool factor. You have to be a badass. Unflappable. Yep. You have to be uh, unflappable. You have to uh, be a weapon, badass. Weapons handling. Weapons skills. handling. You have to. You have chick wielding ability. You have to be able to wheel yep. as many chicks yep. as possible. Yep. Um, you know, you have to have a great catchphrase. You know, you well, can't catch really phrases be, are, are catchphrases are very important. So yeah, there's a lot of things that go into the criteria. If sure. it's going to be a scientific experiment, just to de- determine who the best actions. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So what do you think? So I'm going to go. You know, like, and this is I, I, not in any particular not in order, any order. No, not no, in no, any particular order. Not so no. I'm just going to go with the first one that comes to mind. Okay. And that is Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris has become kind of a meme yes. over the past few years. Yes. Now. Don't get me wrong, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is a legitimate bad badass. He was a, a, a uh, he was a, a martial arts <clears throat> master. Yes, he he originally actually he's a uh, he's a military veteran. He was in the Air oh. Force years and years ago. Oh, we won't hold that against him. Um, he's been studying martial arts his entire life. I think he's I don't know how old he is, man. He's, he's got to be like close be, to eighty years. He's got to be in his seventies anyway. Still looks great. Makes the total gym. Does he still do the total gym? Total gym loves the total gym. Yeah, but you know what? He's do those total gym infomercials with the lovely. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Billy Joel's wife. Yeah, Christy Brinkley. <laughs> Christy Brinkley, who, who still, still looks gorgeous. Oh, looks great. Looks great. Oh, my gosh. So Chuck Norris never really, I will say this about his his movie career. He never really made mainstream, high-budget movies, right? No. What was some of, some, what was some of his Well, Missing in Action. Missing in Action. I will tell you was probably my favorite uh, Chuck Norris movie that I saw him in. However, okay. his movie goes, uh, his movie history goes back. He was very good friends with Bruce Lee back in yes, the day. Yes, yes, yes. And he was in one of Bruce Lee's movies. I think he was in Enter the Dragon, I believe. I think he was in Enter the Dragon. Uh, a mustacheless, mustacheless oh. Chuck Norris. However, he had hair all over him. If you watch the fight scene between <laughs> Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris, you can see it on YouTube. Chuck Norris, at like 25 years old, had a full sweater didn't, all over his body. Didn't Bruce Lee also train um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Or was it, he did. Yeah, they yes, was, and I want, I'm want. i going to get into that later he on. He was in Game of Death with him. Yes. 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 I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to go off the rails. Yes, he's, he's jumping ahead, but we'll talk about more of that later. I so, But Chuck Norris in the 80s was literally was cranking out action yeah. movies like crazy. Chuck Norris was a badass. And he was in, you know, one, one that strikes me, uh, and actually Chuck Norris was not on my list, so I'm glad that you mentioned him. Mm. Um wasn't there? Wasn't he in a movie called Invasion USA? Yes, and it was like yes. <laughs> it was like Red Dawn, except, exactly. Except not really. And it was so over the top. <laughs> Things were blowing up. Shopping malls blowing up. He's kicking rockets out of the sky with his sidekicks and, and all kinds of stuff. And it then was crazy. yeah, and then he, there was another movie that he was in, which was uh, kind of similar to that, and that was um, oh gosh, it, it escapes me. You might have it on your list. I, well, I don't have a list of you don't have of a his list. movies, but no, it was it, it was it but was, they're all similar. They're all wasn't he in Delta Force? He was in Delta Force. Yeah. Yes. Was Delta Force about the actual Delta Force, uh, or was it like <laughs> loosely, a made up? It was loosely based on Delta the, Force. The Delta Force, the real life story, is an incredible story. It is. If yes. you ever want to delve into it, yes. Actually, I met a Delta Force person once mm. uh, in my military travels who was a complete badass, and. Uh, I want that to be him. So, what was the TV series he was in in the late eighties, early nineties? It would be a Walker Texas Ranger. He was in Walker Texas Ranger. Looked great in the movie. Yeah, yep, uh, excuse the show. me, the TV show. Yeah. A quick Walker Texas Ranger story, if I will. Okay, sure. So, back when Mike and I were teenagers, mm-hmm. and uh, Mike was Mike Mike's vehicle of choice back in the day when we were in high school. Oh, there was, was no a, choice, sir. A Chevy, no, a nineteen eighty six Chevy Nova. That gray was, four-door sedan. That was handed down uh, three generations of my, my family. So they were a group of us hanging out at my um, abode one night. and um, I don't think it was in 86. I think it was earlier than that. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, your car? My car. Yeah. Anyway. So we're all hanging out. We, we go back to the Taco Bell reference. Yeah. I think we were all hungry and we wanted Taco Bell. Yep. So Mike says, I will drive 
And one of our other friends, who was also named Mike, said, I will go with you. So these two Mikes decided to drive the mile and a half down the road to go to Taco Bell, where the rest of us were hanging out at the house. Probably drinking. Walking, excuse me, watching Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, that's we, kind of a weird show to be watching. It was, there was like a marathon on or something. We kept watching it. Okay. Hours go by. Hours? They don't show up with the Taco Bell food. Oh. Finally, they come back. <laughs> And it turns out that as Mike was driving the vehicle at the Taco Bell drive-thru, he decided for one reason or another, maybe accidental, who on purpose, who knows, he punched the gas, hit the foot-high curb, blew out his tire, mm. needed to replace the tire. He had a flat tire. The other friend had to change the tire because Mike did not have to change the tire. <laughs> they didn't have a spare. That sounds about right. It took him hours to figure it out and come home, and then they finally figured it out. Oh. Minus the food. I was going to say, did we eat all the food? No. No. There was no food. We I don't know what we happened. We didn't get the food. No, I don't know what happened. I probably stole your money, though. So, Chuck Norris, that's nothing to do with you Walker, for doing that. Walker, Texas Ranger. But. but anyway, he was a big star in the 80s, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's a good choice. Solid choice. Got? So, I'm going, I, I, too, start back in the 80s. And this is somebody that he probably is on your list. And, and you know what? When we say he, most action stars are male. I know that there's some female action uh, stars. We can mention them uh, later, if you would like. They're not that many. Mostly are, are males. And I go back to the quintessential to me. When I hear action hero, I think of one man. And that would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger has no shortage of fantastical movies. No shortage. Uh, but, but one that strikes me as the, the, the quintessential yes. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Let's see movie if it's the same one I got. It would be Predator. Oh. Predator. That's not is what my, I had. Okay. Well, let me explain why. Okay. So Predator, if, you have, if you're not familiar with Predator, that was the first movie that introduced the Predator character. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a gentleman by the name of Dutch. Dutch. And he's, he's, yes. he's got the, the flat top military haircut. Smoking stogies. Smoking a stogie. He's all jacked. And he he, uh, he he surrounds himself with a cast of characters who are badass. Badass, man. You have... You have um, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes. You have... Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Just just awesome. They're each awesome. a specialist in whatever it is that they do. Yeah, and it's it, the movie's complete nonsense. Nothing nothing, nothing uh, realistic about it at all. However, the movie to me speaks to the action movie itself. Yes. So there's lots of shooting. There's lots of catchphrases. Jungle warfare. Jungle warfare. And you know, you probably... Uh, and, and I, he's kind of hit the skids over the last several years. But Jesse the Body Ventura back then was yes. a big deal. Big deal. He was big in wrestling. He had some cool catchphrases. He's running a Gatling gun. He's running a Gatling gun. He's got two catchphrases in that movie. Do you remember them? That are just amazing. And they stood the test of time. Yeah. The first one, I ain't got time to bleed. Nope. nope. You don't remember that? Uh, no, I remember it. Yeah. Ain't got time to bleed. That was something. That, again, th- this isn't Arnold quotes. These are Jesse the Body, but it's from that movie. Yes. And then the second one, he's chewing tobacco, right? Yes, yes. He says something that I can't repeat on the radio, on the on the, on the the uh, podcast. However, he's chewing tobacco, and he offers some to some of the other cast members, or the other group members of his military unit, and they say no. And he goes, this stuff will make you a GD, he says the actual mm-hmm. words, this stuff will make you a GD sexual tyrannosaurus like me. Oh, yeah. What's a sexual tyrannosaurus, I wonder? <laughs> I just thought that was the coolest line. I'm like, I want to be a sexual Tyrannosaurus. A guy with a big head and short arms? Short arms, you can't reach anything. I don't know. Can't you can't touch like, your own pleasure yourself. Or Who knows? You can't pleasure anyone else. But anyway, so Arnold's amazing in the movie. Uh, he, he says all sorts of cool things. Mm. Um, just a great overall. So Arnold goes into that category. So let me back up a second. So Chuck Norris is, is, the, is the quintessential 80s yeah. action star. Yeah. Arnold is one of these all-time action all stars. All-time, yes. Like from, from, from the drop. Yes. Aside from Hercules in New Hercules York. Hercules in New York, where he dubbed it, right? He's, he, yeah. He's been making action movies, you know, whenever his last movie was. Who knows? But um, <laughs> he's an all-time action hero, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Awesome. What was the movie that you think? Commando. Oh, Commando. Commando. Really- so I was wrestling with Commando and Predator, mm-hmm. but Commando, mm-hmm. to me, was before Predator, and it was just so outlandish. <laughs> it was even, believe it or not, Predator had an alien. Commando was more outlandish, I think, than Predator. <laughs> Predator was more believable. Wasn't wasn't Commando? Wasn't he shooting like rockets that were supposed to be on a helicopter? Yes, he, was he had a four pod shoulder uh, rocket thing, and it was just. It was, and you know who's also in that movie? A young Alyssa Milano. Yes, and you know who else is in that movie? No, Ray Don Chong. Ray Don Chong was big in the eighties. So 80s, man. hot, she back was then big in too. the eighties. Tommy Chong's daughter. What happened to her? She was so uh, big in the eighties. She became Raymond Don Chong, I think. Oh, Dong anyway. Chong. 
Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the first on my list, and yes. like you said, continued. And uh, you know the Conan movies, we didn't even oh, mention huge, those. Just amazing huge. movies, amazing. Anyway, go ahead. So I'm going to dovetail into my first uh, choice, which was Chuck Norris. I'm going to dovetail right into what we talked about earlier, which is Bruce Lee. Bruce uh, Lee. Ah, the master of Jeet Kune Do. He had a great speech pattern. You ever li- oh, listen to it? Oh, it's great. Like, the way that he talked was he talked very like much this. like this. Yes. And uh, Bruce Lee. Very, and I flow like a water. Very, and, and the water flows and it comes down and you're the dark. See, yes. No, it didn't sound like that. It did. He was very methodical in his speech. That's what I mean. He was like this. That's exactly what I did. Like water. There are no limitations as limitations as way. Anyway, yes. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so Bruce Lee, obviously, you know, he was a martial artist first and foremost, oh, yes. right? And he the started, quintessential martial art. Quintessential, quintessential. He started uh, early on in the uh, the Green Hornet. He played Cato in the Green Hornet, which was a, a, a huge uh, embarrassment to him uh, at first because he was, you know, he he. I'm sorry, I didn't, I'm not no, no, no. derail your okay. conversation. Go ahead, go ahead. But they had worked into the Green Hornet storyline that the Green Hornet could beat up Cato, and he's like, nope, that nope. ain't happening. But Cato was a, was a, was a true badass in the uh, in the TV show. Yes, uh, and he kicked some serious. And actually, he was a huge hit. With with audiences, and that was when Asian Americans really weren't in anything other than Correct. very bit roles. And what he apparently what he did was he uh, it was his idea to for the for the TV show Kung Fu, mm-hmm. where you had a guy who would wander the earth and looking and Getting trying adventures. to get adventures and things of that sort. Which went to David Carradine, and he stole it from him <laughs> and they gave it to David, David Carradine, who a up, white guy who ended up uh, who's, uh, who's talking in proverb and ended up dying by sexual misadventure. Yes, exactly. In some some uh, Filipino uh, uh, hotel room. Exactly. But Bruce Lee was a action hero from the 60s and 70s unfortunately his untimely passing in the early in, in the yeah, mid 70s he, he wasn't famous for that long he wasn't but mike talked about his training uh kareem abdul jabbar and yes of course he had a lot of great movies enter the dragon also his, known his, as lu al sendor correct that was his name um so game of death game of death was bruce lee's last movie and actually this was a lot of controversy with this movie mm. it's one of my favorite bruce lee movies and yeah, i didn't realize the backstory until like later the, on i like that movie However, it was he passed away, and so they tried to finish this movie without him. No, and they they did eventually, um, but the problem was is that the the original story was nothing like the story that they intended to make, mm. uh, or, or excuse me, that they tried that they made later on. However, there are a lot of cool scenes, and the the coolest of the scenes at the end were. When he's going through the, these levels yeah. of people he had That's, to defeat, it was like a it was like a video game. Like he had to go from one level to the next and exactly. defeat the boss at the end of the level. He had this yellow jumpsuit yes. on. He looked really cool. Yes, yes. And one of the one of the levels that he had to go through to defeat was was Kareem Abdul Jabbar, who has like the reach of a freaking. Uh, and Bruce Lee's like five six, and Kareem's like seven feet tall. Seven foot tall. So it's. Almost comical to watch these two fight each other. Didn't he leave a big footprint on on uh, Bruce Lee's chest? Yes, like he, he did. Goes, Boom. <laughs> yes, he did. But Lou, he, actually, he was Lou Alcindor at the time. Was a student of Bruce Lee, right? Which was why he was in this movie. And they were fighting, and Bruce and Lou kicks him in the chest, as Mike said. <laughs> and it's just a great, great scene. And I don't want to ruin it for you. No, but, I like that movie. That's but a good Bruce movie. ends up. Uh, you know, taking them out in the end. I feel like Enter the Dragon was more popular, but Game of Death to me was a better movie. Uh I don't know if it was better, but I think it was. I think it, more entertaining. I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think. Uh, unfortunately, well, like I said, he passed you, away in the midst of that. So you're a bigger Bruce Lee uh, uh, knowledge base than me. But wasn't it true that on certain certain times the film couldn't capture Bruce Lee's movements because it was too fa- he, he was moving too fast for the film. They had to right. slow down some of his movements, which is incredible to think about. Right. So the, the way that they obviously ran film back then is it doesn't have the same. Uh, Frame rate. Quality or frame rate as right. it does now, so he would move so quickly that it would kind of obscure or blur what he was doing. Now, here's a Bruce Lee story, though. Mm. Not a story, but if did you watch um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. And there's a famous scene in the movie when uh, Brad Pitt's character gets in a fight yes. with Bruce Lee on a movie set. Now, this is complete made up. It's not, not nonsensical. But there was some backlash when this movie came out because... First of all, the guy that played Bruce Lee, in my opinion, sounded just like him, looked just like him. Yeah. Uh, but they, 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 the the backlash was from Bruce Lee's family and friends who said that they, there's no way that Bruce Lee would have got beat up by by Brad Pitt. Yeah. That, actually, that's 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 an interesting uh, segue because I think that's a Tarantino movie. So it is. Yes. He talks about this in interviews and and things of that sort. But I'm glad that you mentioned that. So one of my f- uh, favorite new podcasts out there, if I could plug it. Sure. It doesn't need any plugging from me. I'm sure it doesn't. 
um, because we need all the help we can get. Yeah, we However, do. if Quentin's listening, there's a new podcast out there called Video Archives, mm-hmm. and this is interesting because it's a Quentin Tarantino um, podcast. Okay, so it's Quint- the podcast itself is Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, and Roger Avery is a good fr- a good childhood friend of Quentin Tarantino, okay. and they actually co-wrote Pulp Fiction together. Oh. And the interesting about it thing about it is those two guys became friends and really knew each other back in the early 80s when they both worked at a company called or a store, a video store called Video Archives. Oh. When renting movie uh, VHS mm-hmm. videos was really popular back in the day. Yeah. So that's where those guys first became really good friends. So the premise of this podcast is essentially so Tarantino what happened was when Video Archives went Video archives went out of business. He literally bought their their entire inventory of VHS tapes. <laughs> so what these two wow. guys, what these two guys do now is they actually go into Tarantino's basement where he has all these video archives VHS <laughs> tapes, and they pull videos off the shelves and they watch them on VHS, oh, mind you. Okay. And then they review them and they talk about what their experience was them originally. That's pretty cool. It's actually a really not, enter- they're, not his movies. That he he reviews other people's movies. Other people's uh, movies, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he owns the movies themselves. That's, no, 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 I get you, I get you. Okay. And they talk about what they felt when they watched them originally to where uh, they are now. It's it's actually really that is interesting. It's really uh, you know interesting. We, we fun could probably podcast. do that same type of podcast because we have some interesting views on things. Yes, people might like that. Anyway, they would, cool. but we're not Quentin Tarantino, so we don't have the uh, no one cares the following that he does. Okay, well, moving on, moving on. All right, so so my, you got my turn. So I'm still I'm still I'm still in that 80s 90s time frame. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to name somebody who was huge back in the day. Huge. Did a bunch of huge movies and now you don't really hear from him too much. And that is Sylvester Stallone. Ah. Now Sylvester Stallone, don't get me wrong, his physique is impressive. He is yes. he was a cut individual. He yes. was just like no fat on him at all. But he wasn't big. He was a little guy. He was small. He was small. But he did a number of movies that were f- very famous action movies back in the day. Yep. And uh, my favorite Sylvester Stallone movie that is a quintessential to me uh, action movie of his would be Cobra. Yeah, the, the Sylvester Stallone classic from, uh, I yes. think it was 86 maybe? Yes. When that came out? A lot of people don't know Cobra. A lot of people don't know Cobra, so let me tell you a little bit about it. Tell it. So Cobra is, uh, uh, I think his name was Antonio Cabretti. Cabretti, yes. Was, was his name, and I just thought that on top of my head. <laughs> and he plays a detective, and, and he drives this badass... Sports car. I think it was like a. Uh, it was a Mercury. Mercury. It was like a, a mid fifties Merc. But it was cool as hell, and he he was just just he, he was just this badass detective that they would call whenever there was something that couldn't be handled <laughs> yep. by other people. He was like a one man SWAT team. This guy, and he goes up against a satanic cult. If you've never seen Cobra, check it out. I'm not going to give anything away, uh, but one of the coolest things that, that Sylvester Stallone does in this movie is he carries a a match in his mouth. Yes, a matchstick. And it sticks out of his mouth, and I th- and he wears these cool sunglasses. And the, for the longest time, I wanted to pull off that look. Yes. I wanted to walk around with a matchstick in my mouth. Uh, my mom would have slapped me. And you I, look like him, actually. I don't look anything like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> but anyway, so to me, Cobra and Cobra was one of those movies that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid because there was satanic things in it. A satanic thing. The leader of the cult yeah. looked like uh, he's creepy. He had like a chiseled jaw. He looked like yes, yeah, yeah it was, very distinctive. Person. He looked almost like a Tony Robbins type. Yeah, he had like the, the kind of like the um, mongoloidal head. Yes, and, and he was like a like a. The, like a how primate. about the part when when he came in? So, uh, the female character was Brigitte Nielsen in that. Yes, and Brigitte I think Nielsen. she looked the hot. She was pretty hot in that movie. Yeah, I will say ever in yes, that movie, she was pretty hot. Not not Rocky Four because she had a butch haircut. No, but she was still pretty good looking in Rocky Four. But yeah, in 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 uh, Cobra. Cobra, she looked great. Another Sylvester Stallone movie was Rocky Four. That's correct. Yes. Yes. But anyway, so I mentioned, obviously Rocky is probably the first movie that people think of when they think of Sylvester Stallone, but I I would encourage you, if you've never seen Cobra, check it out. It holds up to this day. So I, I will tell you, Mike, I think that uh, Sly Stallone is on in the category with Arnold in terms of all-time great so? action stars. Yeah. I don't know. He was because I think really his, done his, anything. Well, I mean, his, his career spans from the 70s all the way up until 90s. the 2000s. Well, I think early 2000s. Okay. You know? I don't know what he did in the early My 2000s. favorite uh, action-adventure Sly Stallone movie of all time, of course, is First Blood. Oh, well. Yeah. Which you can't deny no. is a great, great flick. Well, the funny thing about First Blood is it's really he's, – he's, he's not – I don't think they made, he's a like more realistic character. Yes, in First Blood, he is. Yeah, like the stuff that he does, anyone with that level of training could probably do it. Sure, he, he was. You know, he. 
if, you, if you haven't watched First Blood, that's another movie. I mean, if you haven't watched First Blood, I, I pity you. Something There's something genuinely wrong. Something wrong with, with you. you. Check it out. You uh, should go live with the puckwudgies. A, a Brian Dennehy movie. Brian Dennehy is in that movie, which, yes. by the way, Stolen Valor. But that's a, that's a uh, <gasps> what are you talking about? Brian Dennehy. Brian a Dennehy stolen... I thought he was a Marine. He was, but he's a Stolen Valor. What Marine. do you mean? Yeah. Explain. Well, he was only a Marine reservist, oh. and for years and years, he claimed that he was some decorated uh, <laughs> combat veteran from Vietnam. He never went to Vietnam. He was Get only out of here. Yes, I didn't know that. That was a big controversy in the uh, the late ni- I, early nineties. I didn't know that. Yes, yes. Well, there's a lot of famous uh, Marines in, in show business. Anyway, so that's a good start for the show. Yeah, that's uh, thirty minutes in. I think uh, we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah, a little bit too much. Oh, why do you have your pants off? Maybe we should take a break. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back uh, momentarily. Here we go. Project with Mike and Jay. Did you enjoy that break? That we I enjoy had? the breaks. You know, it, it. You know, it gives you a second to kind of, you know, recharge. I have a confession. I went to go flirt with Ming Ming. What happened to Ming Ming? Nothing. I was flirting with her, dude. She didn't like it. Too we're gonna much. have a lawsuit on our hands. You know what though? She's very respectful, mm. which a lot of the uh, the Japanese folks are. Which it, again, I appreciate the Japanese culture quite greatly. You know what's interesting about Ming Ming? What? When you think of a Jap, uh, uh, you know, a typical Japanese secretary type woman, what do you think of? Ming Ming. That's what I think of. <laughs> she is not that. She's tall. Yeah. She's heavy set. She's very. Uh, I think she'd be astounded at what you're, how you're describing. Well, her. I mean, she's uh, very self assured. Yeah. She basically um, told me to go pound sand. Exactly. She would choke you out in a split second. Yeah, but I like, I like that kind of thing. So if you're listening and you'd like to choke people out. Men so folk. don't think you're going to get past Ming Ming if you come here to the EM Project Studios. No, but you should drop us a uh, an email at our parent company, which is uh, hermitlightmedia at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, Especially correct. if you like to manhandle men. I like that kind of thing. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to, this is not an all-time, I'm going to preface this by saying this is not an all-time action star. Okay. I would say his heyday, <laughs> his peak, um, and is a lot, this is this is a lot of a, a theme with me because the nineties is a big was a big movie decade for me. Mm. So the nineties, big huge action ex- adventure star in the nineties. Mm. I will say it in his native tongue, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, Jean Claude yes. Van Damme. JVD. JVD. J. <laughs> JVD. JCVD. Well, JVD. Is it JV? Oh, Jean Claude. Oh, Jean Claude. That's right. Yes, I screwed him. I, I, <laughs> I screwed him. Eh? <laughs> How what was that like? <laughs> I cheaped him a letter. I cheaped him one of his initials. Oh, okay, Jean Claude. Yes. All right. I loved Jean Claude Van Damme mm. in the nineties. Okay, what was your favorite I, movie? I, though? Well, I'm, I'm going to get there. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was hooked when I first saw Bloodsport. Bloodsport. That would have been my my. Now favorite. that's not my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite. It's but Bloodsport. I love Bloodsport. Bloodsport's amazing. What I didn't realize then, which I do now, because I had, you know, it was different. It was difficult then to research things as it is now, right? Like yeah. now you just go on the internet, you can talk into your internet or type yeah. it, and you can get every information that you ever wanted. Sure. A lot of porn That was too. not John Claude Van Damme's first movie. No. He'd been in many movies before that. Wasn't he in a pornography movie? Uh, it was a. It was kind of a gayish, kind of like a Cinemax French, uh, French gayish thing. Wasn't he in uh, Electric uh, Book Breaking Two? Electric Boogaloo? No, 
No, oh. he was in the original Breakin'. Oh. He was wearing a singlet. Oh, that's cool. And he was dancing in the circle at the park when they well, were all doing the dance this. move. This brings up a segue. Yes. When you're when you're thinking about your fa- your favorite action heroes of all time, as we're discussing mm-hmm. in movies and television, do you consider their size? You know what I'm saying? Their size. Well, it's funny you mentioned size. Yeah, is that is that a factor? You talked. And can ab- you tell? You talked about you talked about Predator earlier. Yes, Jean Claude Van Damme was the original Predator in that movie. Did you know that? I did know that he was the man in the suit originally. But then he quit because he wouldn't be seen on on camera. Correct? No. Oh, that that's what I was told. No, he quit. There were a number of reasons why he quit, and or and or was fired. Oh. Scandalous, but it, they made a good decision and they put in Kevin Peter Hall to do the uh, the Predator, which was a very tall, okay, uh, large man. But anyway, so JVD was a huge. Why did you in mention the size? We were talking about size. Well, you, you said did... size, and Kevin Peter Hall was a giant man. I meant size, size. Oh, do you consider the size? <laughs> How would I know that? I don't know. Well, you, uh, I know you, and I know you're probably looking. So how would I know that? I don't well, have if no... he's wearing a singlet, you would know. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> What was Jean-Claude packing, man? Was he good or what? Uh, probably a good eight, nine inches. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know. Woof. <laughs> I don't know. But Bloodsport was the first movie I saw him in. Of course, he was amazing in that movie. He was. He was great. Terrible actor. Oh, my God. Terrible actor. No. Terrible. No. He should have won many Academy Awards. Did, do you remember the blonde chick in that movie? She was good looking. Yeah, well. You know who else was in that movie? Uh, Bolo Young. Bolo Young was in that. He was a, another Bruce Lee uh, protege. Also, the guy that played the American Jackson. Yes. He was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. He, he played was. A, um, Ogre. He played the uh, cross-eyed dude. Ogre. Yes. yes. Yeah. My favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Wait a minute. Movie. I'm sorry. Before you get yes. staying on Bloodsport, what, what was it about Bloodsport that you liked? I'll tell you what, what I liked the most. Oh, I just... I, just well, a great movie. Well, because back then, I was a ninja. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was a ninja. I wore ninja clothes. What, yeah. Anything martial arts, I was into. Um, the fact that he was just... It, the greatest thing, <laughs> which at the end of the movie, where they run the stats and they go, oh, Frank... Because it was based, supposedly based on a true story. Frank which, Dukes. A guy named Frank Dukes was a CIA operative. Which turned out to be complete like, horse crap. It was complete nonsense. He made all that up. <laughs> but they were like, Frank Dukes holds the record for fastest knockout. Most knockouts in a 24-hour period. Which and they he, like ran all these stats. Which he didn't do any of And it was things. all made up. But no, it's funny that you mentioned that because I did read a book about Frank Dukes and he was a complete BS artist. But, no, yes. but what I liked about the movie was that it showcased different fighting styles going mm. up against... It was kind of like a video... It was kind of like Street Fighter. It was like pre-UFC. Before, yes. It was original like, UFC. Original UFC. Yeah. And it was so cool to see the different... Like, there was a guy that danced around like a monkey. Yes. There was a, a, a kickboxer guy. There was a, a Frenchman. There was Frenchman. A, yeah. There was all kinds of sumo stuff. Sumo guy. Yes. Anyway, it's cool, that, cool that was cool. But my favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie of that era was... Time Cop. Time Cop. I loved Time Cop. I had Cop. forgotten about Time Cop. Loved it. Well, you know what? It was what like I science loved it? fiction. It had Mia Sarah in it. She was. Banging. You know why the opening scene hooked me? Do oh, you remember the opening scene? I don't remember the opening. It scene. was like set in Civil War times. <gasps> oh, and they were like uh, Union yes. soldiers on horseback, and yes. they and they had uh, tra- uh, like gold. Yep. And then some time travelers came in and shot them With up. An M sixteen. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I was hooked. I liked Mia Sarah. I was a oh, Mia Sarah fan. Me, she was so hot. She was very hot. Back loved in the day. her. Loved oh, her so no, much. No, I forgot about. You know what? Is Time Cop available? Because I'll watch that. Yeah. Movie oh yeah. Anywhere. I'm gonna go check that out. All right. What do you got? All right. So we we've gone over kind of a lot of the uh, the people that you would know. I'm I'm fast forwarding a little bit to the uh, to the 90s. Okay. Now this is somebody who is um kind of controversial. Oh. Uh, in the uh, action film industry, especially now. Because he's become kind of a joke. And that is Steven Seagal. Oh, he's on my list. Steven Seagal. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's uh, a 90s superstar. <laughs> yes. the Just in the 90s. Just yes. in the 90s. He still makes movies. And they're terrible. But they're horrible. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But yeah. So Steven Seagal, t- for me, the, 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 the quintessential, uh, and I keep saying that, but the, 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 the seminal movie. Oh, seminal? Seminal movie would be Under Siege. Oh, I loved Under Siege. I I'm loved a big it too. fan of the movie. I love it too. It's uh, he's he plays a, a Navy SEAL mm. who has been demoted to cook because he sh- punched his commanding he officer. Punched his commanding yes. officer, and in the movie, the ship gets taken over by terrorists led by Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, uh, and a, a a weird Gary Busey and drag, 
and it's just a great movie. It's got uh, uh, Erica Aliniak in it, oh, who was a uh, Playboy model. The back most, in the day. And, and you know, I know this is usually a PG uh, program. <laughs> We're kind of delving off the edge now. She has the most amazing, bodacious tatas movie breasts I've ever seen they in are, my life. They are quite nice. Yes, she jumps out of a cake and yes. she dances produc- Pure, provocatively. Pr- frontal nudity there. Oh, the anyway. bosoms, especially as a as a teen. I liked the, when Gary Busey was wearing dra- uh, in drag. And he, he was in was drag, dancing around like yep. a fool. He had makeup mm-hmm. on and stuff. Anyway, Under Siege, good movie. Uh, anyway, the reason I say that Steven Seagal is controversial because when he made Under Siege, he was great. It was a good movie. Yes, he was an Aikido master, supposedly. But a lot of what Steven Seagal became after the fact kind of took away from his legacy. Yeah. Now he's like a fat guy. He's fat. He's got fake hair. He's got fake hair, and then like. He goes around pretending that he can like still beat up people, and yeah. it's just sad. Like it's really sad. I saw a video of him, and I f- I, f- I forget the gentleman's name, but he he uh, he was talking to a current UFC uh, champion, and he was basically telling him that he could kick his ass. And yeah. I'm like, dude, this guy, and he basically laughed at him. He's like, yes, okay, whatever, Steven. Yes. So my favorite uh, Steven Seagal movie from that era is a movie called Hard to Kill. Oh, and it had yes. Kelly LeBrock in it. Kelly LeBrock. Which... You notice a pattern. We remember the star, and then we remember the girl yes. that's in it. That's so actually, thing. Stephen was married to Kelly at a point in his life. She was the weird science girl, right? Yes. Kelly LeBrock. Yes. So this was not Steven Seagal's first movie. His first movie was Above the Law. Above the Law. But I didn't know anything about Above the Law until I watched Hard to Kill. Oh. And there was a theme with Steven Seagal movies back then. Aren't they, they all were, the same? They were all the same movie, yep. and they were all three num- three words. Hard to kill. Above the law, above the hard law. to kill, marked for death. Oh, yeah. They were all the same. Yeah. But I liked Hard to Kill because it was the first movie I saw him in. He was a complete badass. Yeah. He was killing people left and right. He, he did came, a lot of like short clothesline moves. He on came people. out of a coma oh. to start killing people. He had a ponytail too. He had a ponytail. It was amazing. I, I saw a recent Steven Seagal. I didn't. I couldn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a, he's supposedly a like a Navy SEAL sniper. Yes, weighs like three hundred pounds, yes. and he's he, he waddles around. He waddles, and he can't even he can't even like hold the rifle up to his, like correctly, and he's just kind of like aiming it in the general direction of people and like <laughs> sniping people from a mile. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I'm going to jump quickly into my next one. All right, let's do it. And this is the first uh, ethnic character on our list. Ethnicities. Wesley Snipes. Oh, Wesley Snipes, yes. 90s. Good choice. 90s action hero like you wouldn't believe. He was a big big deal back in the day. And if you didn't watch movies in the 90s, you don't know how big Wesley Snipes was. (laughs) He was in every freaking movie. He was huge. Huge. He was a good actor, too, I thought. A good actor? Yeah. He was believable. Yeah. He was a you know he could kick anybody's butt. He was kind of built well. He was a well built man. Oh, he was so jacked. Yeah, and he's big. Nice voice. Nice voice. He's handsome. Nice, handsome man. Uh, what is some movie? Rattle some off. Passenger fifty seven. Uh, Murder at sixteen hundred. Mur- yep. Blade. Blade. He was in Blade. Blade was great. Um, uh, well, I know my favorite Wesley Snipes movie, but it's not an action movie. What's that? White Man Can't Jump. Oh, yeah. Another it's great, great movie. That was one of the the first ones. My, my favorite basketball movie of all time was White Absolutely. Man Can't Jump. Another one. Rosie Perez's uh, Man Knockers are in that movie. Oh, Billy, you're so stupid. You should have said Affinity plus Affinity. They take a shower together. Billy, not, you're so not stupid. Not Wesley. Uh, no, him and uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson and Rosie Perez take a shower together. Yeah. Anyway, my favorite Wesley Snipes movie, and it's actually, this is not really an action-adventure movie. Okay. However, he's kicked some serious butt in this. Love it, love it, love it. Rising Sun. Oh, with Sean Connery. I forgot about that. Sean movie. Connery is, that is in this. That is a great movie. Yes. What an awesome movie. Yes, no, that is a good movie. I forgot completely about right? that movie. Yes, they're investigating a murder. Yes, and it's all Japanese, it's Japanese related. Yes. yes, that's a great movie. I thought that's a good choice, man. I didn't even think. And then about they that go. One. Remember the part where they go to the the Japanese? There's a party at a house, and they come to the door, and the Japanese guy answers it, and. Uh, Sean, uh, like Sean Connery's kind of like a subdued, laid-back guy. Yes, but then he does like a throat punch. Yes, he punches to... the bouncer in the throat. Yes, the guy's like, oh, yes, yeah, and he goes, "Pay attention, Kohai." Kohai, yes, <laughs> he kept calling Kohai because he had a Japanese wife. Sean Connery so did. Thirsty, the, J- Sean Connery talking Japanese in the movie is hilarious. Yes, <laughs> so Sean Connery is in that. You know what? I'm gonna watch Rising Sun. I'm glad we're talking oh, about this. That's a, what a team up! Now that I remember that, think movie, about that team up. That's a great show. That oh. movie, great movie. Awesome, awesome guy. What oh. do you got? All right, moving on. I'm kind of stuck on this guy, and I'll tell you why. Bruce Willis. 
Mm. Bruce Willis. Do you consider Bruce Willis an action star? He's not on my list. Do you consider him an action star? I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. And the reason is, is probably because of one series. That's the Die Hard movie. Sure. Now, yep. obviously, Die Hard 1 came out in the 80s. I think that was 88, 89 time frame. Mm, yeah. Yep. And then the uh, subsequent ones were in the 90s. My favorite Die Hard movie is Die Hard 3, mm. the one with Samuel L. Jackson in it. Yes. And Jeremy Irons. I, I have an affinity to that one as well. And I, what, I, what I like about uh, Bruce Willis is that he's not a big guy. He's like a, like a normal-sized dude. Average guy. Average guy. He's got a receding hairline. He's yep. always angry. Average member. He's he's always angry. He's always got like, looks like he's hung over all the time. Yes, yes. And then there was another honorable mention would be uh, The Last Boy Scout, which was with Damon Wayans. That was a good one. Good movie. I watched that one again recently. It holds up pretty well. Interesting. So I, I mentioned Bruce Willis because he he was only in a few action movies, but they were pretty good. They were really, really uh, well-received yes. uh, and good movies. Do you remember what his his main uh, mainstream uh, production was? Uh, before he became an action star? Yeah, Moonlighting. Moonlighting, yeah, yes, with, with Sybil Shepard. Yeah. Yes. I never watched Who it, was very attractive back in back the day. Back in the day. Back in the 80s. But yeah. uh, apparently I found out later that Sybil Shepard was very much into the um, cocaine and sex scene. Shocking. Back then. A lot of people were into uh, cocaine. So she was totally into I that. I think that cocaine leads to sex. You know who and else probably was, I was shocked to learn this? Who? Oh. Do you remember Linda Blair? Yeah, from, from the Exorcist. Uh, Exorcist yeah, fame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was her big claim to fame. She never really did much after that. She, she did a few things after that. Never really uh, relive relive that kind of glory. Yeah. She was a uh, apparently a sexual deviant. Oh, cocaine infused really? sexual deviant. No kidding. Was involved with Rick James for a time. Rick James. Rick James, the, the, I'm Rick the, James, the, the funky, funky Rick James dude. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? Super freak. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, she had his baby, but then she had. You kidding? She aborted the baby oh, and all this crazy shenanigans. Wow. Oh my god. And I she's still know. single and childless to this day. You could probably make a move on. I her. I would move on her. What is I she? Would. She's got to be in her fifties at least. Oh god, maybe even older than older that. Sixties? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, let's jump back to. <laughs> Let's jump back to... There's no, there's no pattern to this show. 80s. We're still we're going, in the 80s. Going we're to the, no, we're going back to the 80s. Oh, okay. Ready for this one? Let's do actually, it. and this guy, this guy actually uh, goes many decades, but 80s was his time frame. Okay. Charles Bronson. Oh, man. You remember Chuck? I do. I never really was a he Charles never was Bronson into Charles guy. Bronson. No, he was the Death Wish guy. Death right? Wish? Yeah. That's all I remember him from was uh, Death Well, Wish. you know, he was in the, 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 the great World War II movies like... Um, oh, yeah. You know the Dirty Dozen and stuff like that. I rewatched the Dirty Dozen. A few it's not good. Ago. It's terrible. It's not good. It's terrible. But in the eighties, Charles Bronson had the best mustache. He did have a nice mustache. The greatest comb over. Yeah. And he was in the Death Wish franchise. They I, made, I think I've they ne- made like five of them. I've never seen a Death Wish movie. They're yet. all terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> they're great. They're great in the sense that they're so outlandish. Okay. Shooting RPGs off of uh, fire escapes and oh. just. Complete nonsense. What is the what is the premise of the Death Wish? Well, he have a, he has a Death Wish. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name. I see. So it's self-explanatory. So I'm not going to say he's an all-time great. No, action I would hero, have not mentioned. But Charles if you Bronson. like '80s cheese, go back and watch some Charles Brown, like Roquefort, Charles and stuff. Nice. You keep bumping the mic. Sorry. All right. So I'm I'm going to present day. We spent too much time in the '80s. All right. And in the '90s, I'm I'm talking about present day now. I can't wait because I think we're going to butt heads on something. Okay. Go for it. So, when I think of action heroes of today, today's world, I think of one person. Oh, my God. And I don't... I don't <laughs> if you say what I'm going to say, this is going to be bad. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, the, the person I am thinking of is today's quintessential rock, uh, rock star, uh, action star, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that's not what I was thinking, okay. but okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm still Johnson, angry. Okay. To me... Is a is a he, he's basically the action star of our time, and I'll tell you why. So if you if you're familiar with The Rock, obviously everybody knows he was a wrestler first, uh, and he was a very entertaining wrestler in the WWE. He comes from a wrestling family. Rocky Maivia. Rocky Maivia was his original name. His father was actually a uh, a wrestler as well. Yes. And but prior to that, he played football at the University of Miami. Um, I'm not sure if he was a good football player, but he didn't make it into the NFL. Uh, but anyway, the reason I mentioned The Rock is because he's everywhere now. The Rock, well, for a time, he's kind of dwindling a little bit, but he was in every movie that came out. Yes. Every movie that came out, The Rock had to be in it. And he 
the thing about The Rock is, if you watch one Rock movie, you've seen every single Rock movie. Yes. He's the same character in every single one of them. But but you're, I'm not sure even sure if you've seen this movie. Have you seen San Andreas? Uh, does that have um, <laughs> Olivia Daddario in it? No, uh, Alexandra. Alexandra Daddario Alexandra in it? Alexandra Daddario, yes it does. Oh. With her piercing blue eyes. So I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness. But I want to have her. Alexandria Daddario is ridiculously gorgeous. Oh but anyway, he play, uh, The Rock plays a helicopter pilot who is tasked with going through the wreckage of uh, Los Angeles as mm. it's sinking into the sea after Terrible. a major earthquake. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible movie, but he's entertaining. And I think The no. Rock... No! I think The Rock can like make anything kind of interesting. No! I, I find him to be okay. Mike... I respect you okay. as a man. Oh, thank you. I respect you as a movie critic. Oh, thank you. I respect you as... I just as... said it was a bad movie. It's Dwayne... You haven't the... even seen it. Du... I don't need to see it. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is terrible. Is he still The Rock or is he just Dwayne Johnson? Everybody now? loves him. I don't love him. He's okay. He sucks. <laughs> His acting sucks. His movies suck. He's yeah. a terrible human being. I don't know if he's a terrible... No, he he's is. a terrible human he being. He is. I know him. Oh. He's terrible. Well, he's ju- he's juiced, man. He he's, doesn't even like. He's huge. You know, like huge Arnold guy. made Arnold in the eighties and nineties made epic movies. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson makes no movies that are any good. <laughs> They're terrible. He was in a good show called Ballers on no, HBO. Not about, good about the football. Did you watch it? No. Then shut up. No, I didn't. How do you know? All right. Anyway, go ahead. I'm going beyond Dwayne because let's go beyond Dwayne. Dwayne's Dwayne. Okay. Now. This one is going to cause some consternation. Uh-oh. It's going to cause some issues. And I'm not saying this from a personal point of view. I'm saying this from an objective this point of view. It's supposed to be your personal point of view. That's the point of the show. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise wow. is... Okay. And I, I will give him this. I'm, he's not my favorite guy in the world. No. I don't go, I love Tom Cruise. No. But you have to appreciate the fact that, number one, he has longevity. He does have longevity. He... His action movies are epic. What's he packing, though? Do we know? I don't know. He's a small guy, though. Mm-hmm. He's only like 5'6". Yeah, he's a little guy, yeah. He does all of his own stunts. Like like Jackie Chan's All style? of them. No, and he he's, no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's hurt, Whoa! He's hurt himself a number of occasions. I don't know about that fact, sir. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He does. I know all he his, does some of his stunts. He does. Well, let me put it this way. Most of his own stunts, he all does. Because right, I saw one... Mission Impossible when he rode a motorcycle like off a cliff and everything. There was I don't actually think he one actually of those. Did he that. did a jump from a window and he broke his ankle. I remember or something. that. It was from a plane. Oh, plane or whatever he, it was. Yeah. yeah but yeah, anyway, yeah. he does the majority of his own stunts. Okay. So I have to appreciate him in that okay. regard. Okay. And his longevity and all that stuff. Anyway, my favorite Tom Cruise movie is not even an action adventure movie, but I'm going to mention it. Okay. It's a movie called Taps. Oh, yes. Do you remember this movie? Yes. It was uh, the Military Academy. Yes. Tom Cruise was like the badass Green Beret guy. Red Beret guy. Maroon Beret guy. Yeah, I mean... He- Strawberry Beret. <laughs> Raspberry Beret. Whatever the hell he had on his head. Raspberry Beret. <laughs> so it was... Actually, it was from the early 80s. It was an early Tom Cruise movie. It had it was a lot like, of the young stars in it. Right? Yes. It was a it was a military-themed movie, a Military yes. Academy movie. Ralph Macchio was in it. He was in it. I think maybe even C. Thomas Howell, perhaps. C. Thomas Howell was in it. Um, yep, and it's a, it's a great movie. It's not an action adventure movie, but it's uh, go 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 and watch it. It's good. It's, it's good. like a they take over a military academy. They do. They don't want to give it up because they want to close the academy, and somebody gets killed. Yes, one of their yes, friends gets killed yes, and stuff. Yes, and, and Tom Cruise plays a, an interesting role in that one. He does. He does. But so, what's your favorite action movie of Tom Cruise's though? Because he's um, been in many of them. Well, he he has been. What do you think of Maverick? Did we discuss Maverick? I loved Maverick. Maverick was a great movie. I loved it. I liked it. I loved it. Because it harkened back to the nostalgia yeah. of when I was a youth. And I didn't like I liked the fact that they didn't get into the politics of no anything. No politics, none. It was just kind of a good action movie. And even, you know, we're I, I think we're both patriotic individuals. They didn't really make it a patriotic movie. They could have made it a little bit more pro-America because I like America. A lot of people don't like America. It's not cool to like America these days. But Maverick was a good movie. Definitely watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. What okay. do you got? Um, so, as far as the the list, I'm done with my list. Really? Because, and the reason is, I was tr- I was racking my brain thinking of a modern, and, 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 well, I take that back. Do you consider, if someone's in a comic book movie, is that an action movie? 
Because those aren't really action movies. Those are CGI, a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know about the comic book Because, like, you have... Genre. You have a lot of people that, like, Chris Evans played play Captain America for, yeah. like, ten movies or whatever the hell he did. Right. And you have Robert Downey Jr. What are you doing? You're touching me. I love you. Robert Downey Jr. as uh, uh, Iron Man. So, but I don't think that the, that those comic book movies are necessarily no. action movies. No. It's, it's more science fiction, I would think. Yeah. It's more science fiction. But I was trying to think of a female action star. Um, Do you remember any female action stars? Well, I will say this. It's funny you mention that. The first thing that came to my mind, mm-hmm. um, just instinctively, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to think this is probably stupid. Probably. So, Angelina Jolie. Oh, Tomb which, Raider, yeah. Which. Um, I don't like her at all. I don't. I don't not, think she's attractive. No, I'm not a huge fan, but I will say the the original Tomb Raider movie that she was in, mm-hmm. I highly enjoyed that movie for okay. some reason. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, but I did enjoy that. I don't think I've ever seen it. And I also enjoyed, and, and I'll tell you why in a second, is the movie she was in at the time she was married to Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And they were in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Do you remember that movie? Never saw it. Um, I know what you're talking about. So they're like two operatives or whatever. And, yeah. But they're... But, their weapons handling skills and their good. shooting skills was very good in that movie. Hmm. Clearly, they had some direction as to what they were doing. So I see. I think that was that. That would be a good female, uh, okay, uh, example for that. I, I I was trying to think if Scarlett Johansson would be considered an action star because she's well, been it's in, a superhero thing. But she's been in the superhero movies. She's very attractive. I like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she's uh, she's not bad. Yeah. Who do you think is the uh, um, if okay, kind of at the end of the show of all the people that we've mentioned, who's the greatest action star of all time? Greatest. The greatest. The greatest. I know mine is. That's a tough one. I, I think I have to one. go back to Arnie, man. I would say Arnold, too. That that would be my choice. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have to. Greatest action star of all time. He's been so many movies. So many. He was even in what? Uh, do you remember End of Days? End of Days when with he, uh, Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne and um, uh, the, the chick that was in um, The Craft. <laughs> Robin Tunney. Which is funny that you mentioned, mentioned that movie and I, we talk about Gabriel Byrne. So we mentioned the... Uh, the uh, Quentin Tarantino podcast earlier. Yes. So one of the movies that they talked about was a movie called The Keep. Oh, you ever seen no, The Keep? I've never seen The Keep. From the early 80s. No. Here's the premise of this movie. Okay. So first of all, it has Gabriel Byrne in it. I like him. He's Gabriel guy. Byrne plays a Nazi. Really? In this show, in this movie. Okay. And the, the, the premise of this movie is that the Nazis take over this castle, essentially. Okay. Which is The Keep. And all of a sudden, all these Nazis start dying mysteriously. and They can't figure out why. And they think that it has to do with some of the, some resistance in whatever yeah. Romanian town that they're that they happen to be living yeah. in. Yeah. But it turns out that it's like a sap is like supernatural forces oh. that are with, contained within this keep, and there's like spells that are keeping the keep at bay. Really. And Gabriel Byrne is like the Nazi that's trying to figure out what's going on. Interesting. And all of this stuff. It's I'd probably so, watch that. They it's... talked about it. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this movie you haven't soon. Seen, you haven't seen it. I haven't though. seen it yet. No, it sounds pretty cool the though. Keep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. What do you But Gabriel Byrne was also in another Arnold movie. Do you remember what that was? No. End of Days. I just said End of Days. Yes, he was in that movie. That's why I, I said know it. that. I just said that one. But I I quizzed <laughs> you and you go, I don't know. What you said about. there was another movie. I just said End that was days. the movie. End that they of were days. In. I just Oh my god, I'm gonna smack you. That's where that came I from. I just told you that one, <laughs> dumbass. That's why we segued, Mike. Oh my god. What the hell's wrong with you? We, we're at the end of this show, I think. <laughs> Anyway, we've talked about the greatest action stars and movies of all time. I'm going to trigger you in a second before we get Let's off. Let's do it because we're heading towards the end. What is, what is it? What's your thoughts on Daniel Craig as 007? I like Daniel Craig. I think Daniel Craig was the best 007. Now, he's too old, and I watched the last one. He should have had diapers and a walker <laughs> and a, 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 a shower chair. He was terrible in the last one, but I like Daniel Craig. So I will say that the Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond movies, yes, are good. They're okay if yeah. you take them on their if own. You, if you take them on their own as an, a separate entity from mm-hmm. the 007 franchise, and here's why: one of the main aspects, the main things that makes 007 what he is in terms of all those movies for all those years. There's always been like a little bit of a, 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 a like a comedic. Uh, undertone to some of the yeah. some of the movies, yeah. Where it's some of the parts are kind of funny or whatever. Yeah, Daniel Craig's character in the in those movies, they just they're too serious. He jokes around. You know what I mean? He jokes it's around. Just in too the serious. I don't know it's about too that. Serious. I don't believe you. Well, I think especially my favorite Daniel Craig 007 movie is Casino Royale, the first one that he was mm. in. I think that was a great movie. One of my favorite Bond movies. I'm not a huge Bond guy. Mm. Um, you know, we could have even added. Um, 
Matt Damon to the list oh, because no, of the no, born no, no, the no. born identity. No, he's not an action adventure star. I don't know. That was a that was an outlier for him. We did like three of them. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Okay, I don't like that. Anyway, well, we're almost over. All right, well, good, Mike. I'm glad that we could get together again. Yeah, on such a short notice. Yeah, so uh, so like our show, share our show, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your girlfriend, tell your girlfriend's boyfriend, and uh, and uh, your boyfriend's boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, drop us a line at hermitlightmedia at gmail.com if you need to, and you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, both. That's correct. The Eon Project, E O N P R O J E C T. And also, we have some production, movie productions in the works. Yep, we got a movie coming out. Well, not coming out. We have a movie that's being filmed right now that we uh, play major roles. Major, major, major roles. Major roles. And, major. And, uh, we've got a couple of short films in, that have been completed in the festival circuit. We have a, a, a screening tomorrow night, believe it or not, in, uh, in uh, where is that? In Illinois. Champaign, Illinois. Oh, Champaign. At some Champagne. Uh, at a festival. Anyway, I don't Absolutely. remember the name of the festival. It's been many of them. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mike. Thanks for coming. Thanks. I appreciate your uh, your time, your effort tonight. And I had a good time with you. Thank you. So, just remember, until next time, the truth exists. Believe it. Uh...